Minutes 38 remaining. They lead by 10 points. Hello, thanks for joining us, uh, loyal listeners. Fantastic for you to get around us. It's a huge episode. We are somehow number two on the ladder. It'd be awesome to celebrate with Juddy, but uh, he's down in Tasmania, and unfortunately he can't join us because he won't tell his fiancée that he has a Dockers podcast. There's a man, though, who's joining us, and some of you might know him from the Purple Rain. A few might know him from the Final Siren. There might be one or two of you who don't know what those shows are and only know him as the fill-in for Dork Talk. (laughs) <laughs> he's a great man he's a duck man loves a free beer loves a chicken sandwich from chicken treat the voice of dockers media the one and only dustin Moore. ducky how are you mate oh monkey mate thanks for introducing me like that very mate we haven't done a pod man you yeah it's wild always been me feeling, i'm always feeling in for you because you're off fishing or like playing golf and judy's like why is he doing it and you're just like Mate, I'm living life, but Juddy's still yet to tell his fiance, not even his girlfriend, like the lady that he's marrying, that he does the Dockers pod. When's it all going to come out at the wedding? Like, if oh. anyone wants to, if anyone has any objections to this marriage, please <laughs> let us know now. Forever hold your peace, just like me and you, like hold our hands up. Like, he's got a Dockers pod, but you need to know, you need to know this son of a bitch has a Dockers podcast. I was literally, I was thinking about that today. I was like, man, I just like, imagine his wedding. I was like, he's been, he's been lying the whole time. It's been a Dockers podcast. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Beck's like, I think Jaddy's cheating on me. He's going off and, and doing stuff every like random, random nights of the week. And he's like talking to someone and they're like laughing and having a good time and they're real quiet. So it was monkey all along. Mate. podcast in the bed in the at- weird attic room oh so many weird rooms especially with juddy mate juddy eat that up wherever you are listening obviously not listening with beck it's probably gonna be difficult you probably got your airpods in hope you're uh Ju- yeah. as juddy messengers at the moment says do some ads duck <laughs> suck some ass juddy mate <laughs> own up oh. to your girlfriend <laughs> Mate, special uh, huge shout out listening to the show. The old Aussie's got a bit of a musical going on um, on Ooh. the show there. <laughs> Mate, the amount of social media messages I've got being like, release the Tabernar song. So you know that's that's a that's a um, that's a John Farnham song off Whispering Jack called "Take the Pressure Down." It's like the first track. I'd never heard it before, and I was like, yeah. "This is a fucking banger!" Like I didn't know it was a um, it was like a cover thing that Oz was doing parody. And I was like, this, when Oz first played it, I was like, Oz, you are a genius, mate. And he was like, oh, no, this is a, this is a like John Farnham song. I was like, oh, really? Anyway, still genius. <laughs> mate, that, yeah. and the lyrics to that song are so funny. But like, I'm like, Oz, release the track and the fans are yeah. begging it, mate. They're like, get the Tabernacle song out there. Mate. Can you imagine if they played that at a Dockers game? Like, that's what I want to hear. Hey. I want to hear it like at halftime. Like, if we can get the guitar guy up on the thing and maybe Oz there just like singing, singing with him up on top, like just busting out the big tab song. Mate, Oz is a hell good singer as well. So it's, mate, that's what I, just, just that much. 
I love the um, yeah music from Oz, mate. How like yeah. the, I reckon how's Tabernard adding a fair bit to his highlight reel? Him post game though, none of that's getting on his highlight reel. Like, did you see his post game interview? Yeah. <laughs> of course, major. Yeah, just uh, had a good game and <laughs> kicked some goals, got some lucky ones, and uh, mate, couldn't be more. I guess the word is morose. I think like uh, mate, he was just like. He just kicked seven, best bag he's yeah. ever kicked in his life. Seven he's straight. Like, uh, yeah, you know, just uh, played the game and had a good time. No wonder he's such a spooky unit, mate. No wonder everyone thinks he's the biggest weirdo at the club. Oh, like, you, you just, wouldn't know how to read the bloke. Nah, and he's. I was like, he's going to be up and about. He's going to be all over it. He's like, oh, he's like, yeah, just can't wait to get back on the plane. It's like, no, mate, no one likes getting back on the plane. Like, just... <laughs> yeah, well, no, who likes going on planes? Like. Wear a mask for four and a half hours and sit like big dude as well. Like he's taller than me, like sitting on a plane's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, do you reckon he knew he was getting those first class, like those special <laughs> sh- seats that they give out to like, they. To give it, like who's in those? David Mundy, like big, big onions, Hodor, obviously tabs now, and Alex Pierce. They're just like, here you go, boys. This would Maybe. be. Yeah. I don't know. Would Lob, would Lob be allowed up there? Big unit? Probably him <laughs> no, down the back. I'd put him next to the toilets, mate. <laughs> Right next to the toilet. <laughs> the um, lobster. Yeah. Pretty, mate, pretty sweet game. Like, fire up. I spoke last week about said Juddy. I was like, man, if we go over there and win convincingly, like, we can be second on the ladder. Pretty exciting. Come back, play Carlton. Like, it's a grudge match against Chera. Pretty exciting for the fans. Are you, are you going... Where are you going to be sitting, recording? We'll, we'll be up in the media box, mate. Just oh, super uh, exciting. Levita Loca. No, no cheering up there, but it'll be me punching. So, like, when we kick a goal, I punch Oz in the arm. It's like what Juddy used to do to me all the time. Always punches <laughs> me in the arm, bullies me, stuff like that. But I, I'll punch, like, Oz in the arm, and he'll, like, tense his muscles, and then I'll, like, grab his muscles and stuff like that. It's a real uh, bit of uh, some heteronormative behavior there, mate, just, like, grabbing and and rubbing each other and stuff like that. But we're not allowed to cheer, so we just silently, like, give each other high fives and shit like that. Super but, professional. Um, yeah, it should be a good game, mate. There's a, um, you know, it should be a tight one. The last, I feel like for the last, since we've been doing the pod, mate, we always oh. play poorly against Carlton. I've had yeah. a couple of really good wins against them. Um, every now and again, we've just got the job done. But, like, there's been a couple of games where it's like, yep, yeah, let's just beat Carlton, especially at home. Like, they seem to fire up coming to WA. Don't know what it is. Like when we when we first had the pod, they were the team that I think we lost. Like Fife broke his leg and we lost the yeah. game, and it was just like this is in 2016. I was like, oh my lord, have we jinxed the club? Like what is going on? <laughs> so there was a fair bit of pressure on us because we should have won that game, and it was like, yep, we'll win this game and we'll be able to talk about some positive stuff. But yeah, no, it was a bit of a tough summer, mate. But like even like last year with the Nunes goal, like we were oh, was yeah. that last year, the year before. I think Nunes as well. Oh. Maybe oh, no, I think it was that was the brace. No, last year I we played was... no last year we played Carlton twice our way. Remember, we had we COVID lost cases, early. So we lost to him at home. Yeah. Uh, I meant away, because I was in Albany and like me and the missus were at due south. Shout out to Kelly, just went down south with her again. MTA, <laughs> it was awesome. But she's in the next room, just like probably listening to me doing weird stuff. But um, she knows about the pod for a start, number one. <laughs> but no, we were watching the game at Due South. And like after quarter time, I was like, let's go. Like they kicked like yeah. six goals on us. And then the other game was played, was supposed to be played in Perth. And oh, the got switch. shifted to yeah. Melbourne. Yeah, they just, they're like, oh yeah, give these boys another go. Like Carlton need another go. 
but then, it was two years ago. The Nunes goal two years ago. Like Murphy, I reckon, played his best game. Or Daisy Thomas played like his best game. He's played like eight years against us about three years ago. So many, so many nightmares, mate. Carlton nightmares. Oh, hopefully under Michael Voss and you train team, they just don't know really how to like get it done. They're just like this team's this team's kind of unplayable now that we know how to yeah, play. Yeah, and good. like we never we never play against Kerno or Cripps. I swear Cripps and Kerno never play. And it's like, oh. And they're like, oh yes. Yeah. Like we've been we've been blessed. And then they just beat like Ed Ed Kerno beats us, not Charlie. Like Ed <laughs> Kerno, I don't know if he's playing this week, mate, but lock him in for 30 plus touches because he's he's just like the biggest tip rat around us. Because I he, think like, loves playing against the Dockers. I think we swapped when that COVID thing happened. We swapped a game, and I think we got a home game with Brisbane later on in the year. I don't know if that was to do with the COVID swap. Yeah, I don't know, mate. But we got but stitched. Cripps comes back in from World Shortest Hamstring. Yep. Not sure what that's about. Who was the Dockers guy that had yeah, like a one week hamstring had last year? Oh, I'm testing my knowledge now, mate. One week hamstring. It he had a t- he had a he had a hamstring stretch they called it so I don't know what that yeah hamstring stretch like stretching his old hammy like having a good good old fashioned stretch so I don't know I don't know how he's playing why you bring him over here especially when you got the rest of the season but look he's coming over he's in red hot form he's in my fantasy team I drafted him so I'm yeah. like good on him get around it um but yeah no nah, he's 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 a good player but Kennedy comes out which is you know that's they'll, they'll miss Kennedy. Um, they'll miss him, but I guess when you look at their team, monkey, it's those twin towers of of uh, of McKay and Kerno, um, Charlie Kerno, and how we're going to treat them. I think Alex Pierce should match up well on McKay, and Cox will match up well on Kerno. But with Chapman and Young out um, due to uh, COVID protocols, uh, I think Logue and uh, Logan and Schultz came in, and uh, yeah, so Logue. Uh, and I think, yeah, Banners will probably go to the bench. But, you know, back line with Pierce, Cox, Clark, O'Driscoll, Ryan and Logue, that's still looking all right. I think Aish will probably go more likely go to the back line and O'Driscoll onto a wing. But Darcy Tucker's come into the team, which is um, he's going to play, which is good. And you've got Brandon Walker on the bench. So back line's still not overly tall. I think it'll be – should be a good game, mate. What do you reckon? Oh, super so like – have a look at losing those two young guys. And then it's like Logue comes back in. I think he was unlucky to miss um, the week before. So it's like, mm. mate, seeing him top up like that. What are the boys doing? Is that there in the Waffle House? What's with the COVID house? Is that what yeah, the boys? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I might be kissing, mate. COVID kisses. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see what happens with because they're changing. The AFL are changing the rules for, for close contacts, but it still doesn't mean the state don't change the rules. So yeah, um, that, I think state overrules AFL, like state government is just a little bit higher than AFL government on the, on Where's the v- government. Where's VFL? Is VFL above just... state government. They're above the state of WA. Um. But no, so hopefully those rules get changed ASAP. And like with Mark McGowan being in a COVID protocol now as a close contact, let's just, let's just bin it. Like, let's, like, it's interesting. I caught up with uh, our man um, Noobs over the weekend. Um, uh, uh, Sorry, like last week and this week, just caught up with him last night with dinner. And he was talking about, he's obviously in New Zealand. He was saying, look, you know, like in New Zealand, they're, they're about a month behind Sydney, but they're a month ahead of, of WA. So yeah. they've got to the stage now where everyone's like, oh, like everyone's vaccinated, which was great. State government did a good job there. But it's like, oh, it's not really that big a deal anymore. So let's just, you know, 
If you're sick, yeah. don't go to work. If you're not sick, let's let's go. Let's have Sim- it. Yeah, the you old symptomatic I mean? so, rule. <laughs> yeah, that's the rule, man. Like it's know, gonna be well, it's gonna be stiff to see how it rolls through clubs, especially like WA's, because seeing it's just like roll the Eagles, and if this continues to go through the Dockers, it's just gonna roll us. Like WA clubs are just getting because it, it's probably the same scenarios happen to Eastern States teams. But they yeah. just don't have that same jurisdiction. Eagles just got fucking hammered by it. way too much kissing, Juddy. Way too much kissing going yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah, too much kissing club, mate, going on there. Um, but I reckon as well, man, like we're playing Geelong in Geelong next week. I reckon just get those boys back into the club and everyone just have an old-fashioned lock-in. Like just drink a heap of beers and just wipe our team out and just be like, yeah, no, we're not, we're not going to GBMBH Stadium, boys. Yeah. Uh, and we'll just send a waffle team. Like We'll be like, all right, banners and the boys, head on down there, buddy. Just, like, send, just send banners and crowding. Like banners, crowding, Blakely's, <laughs> Westons, whatever so you're doing, like all those guys, send them down and like just get all the other Peel dudes, have a have a look at them and just be like, yeah, mate, good luck. It's like, um, remember when we used to rest players at the end of the year? Like we did, yeah, like, so Gilda. Yeah, it's like, yeah, mate, good luck. Good luck down there in Tasmania, guys. Like Millington and Crichton. Like, good luck, boys. Like, go get belted by 100 points. Like, just get them because you get luck. the 12, get the old 12 week, um, 12 week yeah. exemption rule, and then you're all sorted. Well, that's it. Like, so, I mean, either that round or the round against Melbourne, you know, Melbourne away, we're never going to win that game. So, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to beat Melbourne at the moment, mate. Oh. They look too good, eh? Going they're good. so good, aren't they, mate? They're just like hell fun trend. to watch. Um, I'm yeah, yeah, mate. Looking to this, mate. O'Driscoll, probably huge fan. You're probably one to answer. You guys were talking a bit. Um, you had a little nickname in there talking about pick six nine, um, steak knives, Brody. Yeah, the so taken at pick six nine. Who was taken with our pick six nine? This was it this uh, year or last year? It was this year. Um, it probably would have been Eric Benning, but I think he ended up. He was. We. I don't think we used pick sixty nine, which is a bit of a stitch oh. up because I think Lloyd Lloyd Meek is actually pick sixty nine. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, but I, I'll just have to quickly let me have a look here if I go to my favourites because it does I seem like the club handle. is utilising. Um, not just pick six nine, also pick six nine, and it's coming. It's coming in hot, coming up trumps really. I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind steak knives. Man, he was good again on the weekend. He seems to have um, found his little niche and gotten going. Can't oh, believe mate, he's a good player. So Benning was ended up being pick fifty four, um, and then I don't think we used sixty nine. So he was our last pick in the draft. So a bit of a stitch up there, mate. We'd love <laughs> would love pick sixty nine to be someone held gags as well. All right. Just somehow gags player, um, who's like who's funny, but like like my, pick pick Mickey Barlow up again. Oh, he must only be about thirty. Um, now, nah, um, steak knives been great, mate, and like what a deal! Like realistically, what a deal to get a player. Like you know, someone even sent us an email um, two weeks ago, being like, if he finishes in the top five of the Ferris and best, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like you know, because it means that he's he's playing a lot. And yeah. I was kind of like, well, maybe it's a bad thing. Like, it means that other guys who are better aren't playing. But, mate, he's a hell of a player, um, Will Brody. He's tough as a cat's head, mate. He's an old-fashioned – he's a cat head, steak knife <laughs> kind of player, mate. He yeah. is, mate. He's so tough. And he, like – he doesn't get tackled. Look, he's a bit slop dogs by foot. But 
just get him hand passing it, mate. Get him uh, being, I don't know, this is probably a bit before your time, but there was a guy who used to play for Brisbane called Craig Lambert, and he would have like 40 hand passes and two kicks, yeah. man. He just hand passed it every time because he was, he was sloppy by foot, but he could get it out by hand. So, look, I know this game is a game of skill a lot of the time, but you've got to have your grunters, mate. You've got to have your worker bees. And, you know, we're a blue-collar team, aren't we? So, you know, Definitely. a bit like you with the tradie, mate. That's... Hey, uh, Monkey, just just side note, mate. What's happened to your head, bud? You've got a big scratch on your head. What happened there? That's birthmark. <laughs> oh, that's birthmark, is it? How long you had that for, mate? Uh, since birth. <laughs> Got you, bitch. <laughs> of course, mate. That's why it's got a birthmark, you idiot. Since birth. Uh, yeah, I just get that goes uh, bright red when I get excited. So obviously, pod oh really, pod, mate? Mate, I've pod... that, mate? I've never noticed that before with your beautiful blue eyes, mate. Probably too busy staring at those. Nah, that's just the temperature rising with the pod going, mate. She just gets getting yeah, hot. Yeah, hey, you got the jumper on up in. Are you up in Headland? Well, we got the aircon cranked up here, and so I was just like chilling, waiting for you. But yeah, I'm getting juddy style, getting a bit sweaty now. I got the back sweats going now that the the pods well underway. Brody, yeah. Brody, talk, get me going, man. Held some mm. held interesting comments uh, from Longmuir talking about Michael Walters. He's obviously, I thought his comments were roughly like just talking about everything he was doing right except in front of goal, and just like yeah. him getting quizzed a bit and stuff like that. I certainly agree. Um, unfortunately, like it's so much of the game now, and especially since what he used to do now, you compare it to now, it's like, man, you used to, used to jar those. But 90% right, in my opinion, and also dishing it around and doing so well. He, Do you reckon he's like at that point where it's just going to come together or he's still got work to do? Or is, just gonna, is the penny going to drop or is it still like a it's just of- It's just confidence, mate. It's just confidence. Yeah. And his hand, I mean, Mark Duffield made a good point with his like the way he like, kicks the ball and he used to like roll his hand around like that and a bit of a circular motion. His hand's buggered. It's, it's, it's messing with his ball drop and how he kicks it. Um, you know, look, uh, ideally, you know, from, from the whispers I heard, Sonny was pretty much told um, in the first couple of weeks that he'd be rolling through the mids and he didn't. So he's a bit, a bit miffed by that and a little bit like, what, why would you tell me that if it's not going to happen? Um, and I would have thought they would have rolled him through the mids, especially that Saints game where we got absolutely obliterated in the midfield um but look he's playing a role i i don't like the calls for him to to get dropped at the moment i think that he's uh. he's playing a role he's doing the right thing it's a graveyard shift mate that half forward forward pocket mate it's um it's a real real tough tough role so you know um i think just keep going there's a couple of goals that he would kick bread and butter but i think you'd be surprised how much that hand that hand would would be playing on his on his mind and things like that, and even wearing a glove's a bit weird, man. Like, yeah, it, you know, the ball sticks a bit; it doesn't stick, whatever. So, you know, I, I just think Sonny will bounce. He he won't bounce back to his best, and he never will be. Like, he won't be two thousand and you know, was it eighteen when he was yeah. all Australian two thousand seventeen, whenever it was forty goals. We're not going to see that again. Yeah, we're not going to see forty goals and twenty touches a game. We, we might see fifteen touches, and look. <clears throat> As long as he does the right thing and, he, and he's that leader in the forward line, you've got to remember the forward line's relatively young as well, you know, like an inexperienced. So, look, if Sonny can, can play a role, that'd be good. I wouldn't mind seeing Sturt come into the team. And if that's at Sonny's expense, that, you know, that I wouldn't be too phased by that. But I think Sonny's still got a role to play, mate. So, you know, let's just, because we get, like, honestly, man, we get about, I reckon all of the questions we get every week, nearly a quarter of them are like, what's up with Sonny Walters or like drop yeah. Sonny Walters. So, I mean, he's just got to keep his feet a bit more in the contest, um, not go to ground, not look for those free kicks because they're not getting paid anymore. 
and that's been happening for a long time, mate. You know, he he loses his feet and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, look, I, I'm I'm looking forward to him just continuing to to work hard and you know just you know it'll it'll switch. It's just a confidence thing. It's getting used to that you know that ball drop. So you know, even if he does pass a few off, I don't mind that. Like passing Not off at all. is a great kick. He's oh. a great kick, mate. So you know, but it's it's all you know, kicking for goal, monkey. It's all in your head, mate. It is all yeah. mental. That's it. That's all it is. And you know, when you start to and you're thinking about things, and you're like, oh, I've got to get my ball drop right. So all of a sudden, you overthink. It's like golf, mate. Yeah. You hit a good shot, and you're like, oh, what did I Flushed do? It. Like, what am I doing? Like, how did I flush that? And then you overthink it, then you shank it, mate, into the bushes. Yeah. And you're less like, oh my lord. Like I was it- trying to do the same thing, but. I guess the less you think about it, the better you hit it sometimes. You know? I hope the old Raptor pack gets together and maybe just like talks about putting one over the top to Walters. Like the boys get together when they're at start, like measure their little arms. Yeah, give a Joe like, the goose. They're like, mate, how about Walters? Like just get out the back. Freddie's like, I'll run quick, but not that quick. Like you just run a bit quicker <laughs> than me and I'll just, I'll feed you just over the top. He needs, he does mate, need just a glimmer of like, just a little bit of luck. Like just get a cheeky yeah, one. I don't yep. think he's too far Just off. Just get it. one, one or two, and that that'll that'll set him on his way. And look, you know, the last couple of weeks he could have kicked three or four. You know, Easy. but if he's if he's playing that half forward role and getting twenty, like you know, fifteen to twenty touches and giving out two or three goal assists or being involved in two or three goal chains, mate, that's great. That's all you oh, want. Yeah. You know, you don't you need all those guys to play to be good, not great, just good, because they yeah. all are just good players. Schilt, Switkowski, Collier, Freddie, Walters. All those guys just at a at a six and a half, not at a four and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so the difference. Just, just keep going at that six and a half, six and a half, six and a half. That's what it is. Um, we got to launch into and do the section that Juddy normally reads out, which is our Enreach section. I'm on their website. Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to spit it out. A lot of fucking big words here for me, Ducky. It's confusing yeah. setup. I don't know what they're trying to sell or what they're trying to do, but they're an also fantastic sponsor. Enreach is a community-governed DeFi platform that tokenizes traditional financial assets for the utility of real-world projects on any blockchain, simultaneously enabling holders or market makers with the tools to deploy liquidity and hedge risk. Enreach DOA, DAO, crowdsources user experience to create a seamless and borderless Web 3.0 interaction in DeFi. And, mate, shout out to not a loyal listener, not sure if she was tuning in for cosplay or what she was up to. Um, <laughs> what's her? What's, I need to pull her name up. And, Juddy, you could have replied a little bit better because old, where is she, lady? Marina? Marina, Marina Trevina. Are you in charge of Enreach DAO? Juddy, you said yes. We're not in charge of Enreach yeah. DAO. Yes. <laughs> Great, great answer, Juddy. Yes. Sorry, Marina Trevino. We uh we're not taking your money. We're not doing um all that fancy stuff. However, Ducky, we've got some huge um almost bets in the old bloody competition. Um, Ed mm. Dave Ed Davies had a sixteen leg Ooh, multi. Oh, hit fifteen. Uh, Dunkley needed twenty five. Gathered only twenty three. So he goes down by oh. one. Uh, Tim Shakespeare, he's rolling a 10-legger. He's got some table tennis. Um, yeah, not sure about the international table tennis. That's where you're probably going to go down. However, yeah. good luck on the weekend. Um, I think 
uh, crowd favorite Leonie Davis, Leonie Turner. And Turner, yeah. Turner had Freddie kick first goal. She had five dollar fight, yeah, five dollar same game multi. Um, she had five dollars on Frio to win by twenty five plus. Yep. Uh, and she had she only put two dollars on Freddie to kick first goal and five dollars on Freo to win by twenty five plus. So she picked up forty four bucks. So well done, Leonie. She also had five bucks on the Hawks to win, which is a pretty good game. So Leonie oh, always Leonie always picks up. But mate, yeah. obviously, unfortunately for you, no punting, no doing. But looking this weekend, what's the uh, what's the thoughts and the looks? Mate, I reckon I'm just having a look now. Uh, ooh, plus 20, 20 disposals or more. Caleb Sarong, $1.19. Into, I go Freo, Freo with a W. Um, that's paying two to one at the moment. Anytime goal scorer, chuck a couple of these in. Um, let's get Monaro Frederic. And let's get Sonny in there as well, mate. That's four legs at the moment, paying $3.50. And let's get, uh, what do we got? Total points. Let's go under for the total points, which is 159. So if you put that all together, I'm not going to click bet on this. It's Sarong to get 20 or more disposals. Frio head-to-head. Freddie, anytime goal scorer. Sunny anytime goal scorer. Under 159.5 points. That is paying $7.75. Get around that, I reckon. I got for that. your uh, NREACH multi, mate. Um, I loaded up. Last week, I was like, this is the game that Sonny's going to tip. I had him two or more. I I can Ooh. see. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, free to win head-to-head. Got it written down. Next week, we'll go through it. Mate, looking at the state of the game, I wanted to get into it, just talk about quickly. Probably should have done it, and then we'll yep. maybe jump into a bit. At how good's Brad Scott coming out, talking about the old whining's all right. Like, it's all good to be whinging. <laughs> Mate, what a like he's like literally the biggest winger going around as well. Like, I, I the umpiring stuff, I, I did like. Did you see what Eddie Maguire came out with? Like, that with these umpiring zones, no. like, let let the goal. So, like, it's essentially like you have um four zones, right? So, there's two um two umpires in the forward 50, two umpires on like the half forward flank, two umpires on the back flank, and then two umpires in the back 50, and yeah. they can umpire the whole game. Like, and they're like, they stay out of the corridor and it's like, literally like you don't need goal umpires because those two umpires will be the goal umpires as well. Yeah. Like you don't even need goal umpires, waste of time. You don't need boundary umpires, just like do either last touch rule or just like throw it up 10 meters out. And he's like, like 10 meters away from the boundary. And he was like, let's get rid of all these rules. Like, let's make it so like, if it goes through the goals, it's a goal. If it goes through the points, it's a point like smothers off the post doesn't matter like i'd love this rule man i was thinking about this the other day um someone put it up on a um just a thread thing that was like if you can see the point like if you rush it through it should be worth two points oh quick singles (laughs) yeah like double quick singles like can you remember how many rush points like dockers would have like put through and it's like oh we've lost (laughs) we've lost by a point because we rushed it through like like if it comes off your like a docker's hand and goes through, it's like two points. Oh, like make it, like yeah. Goal. Make I it like more. That, that'd be good. Three. Oh, yeah. Bring it. I think, yeah, if you're under pressure and teams are pressuring, give them more reward for having the ball down there. Because it seems like teams now, they just love locking down and just like holding it in. Like they're just like keen fit. They push it to the pockets that you kind of kick quick singles. They don't really care. So if yeah. you're making pressure on that, I just don't understand. Man, Brad Scott, he got fined like $30,000 
or I think North Melbourne got fined like 50 in total when yeah. he came out and said that um, they didn't like giving free kicks to Lindsay Thomas or something like that. It's like, oh, man, yeah. like you're just like high horse a bit here with what the old. Doing, mate? Yeah. And- oh, mate, it's just a, just a flog, mate. Like those, those Scott guys were like thugs, thuggy flogs, mate. Like what do you do? Like it's pretty funny, actually. Um, I used to live with Bo McDonald, and he showed me this video of like when the Scott brothers played the hundredth game, or like two hundredth game, and they showed like this montage of the Scott brothers, like literally like belting dudes, like every time they're like so like yeah. bumping into guys and laying like, these massive tackles. And I'm like watching it, I was like, oh, this is sick. Like they're hell hard at it. Then I look up at the score, and like Brisbane are up by like ten goals, and they're still <laughs> flogging these dudes. And it's just like, oh man, I reckon these dudes are actually massive jerks. So eh? like, I wouldn't be doing that. So, but they're just you know mad dogs. Mate, but, the Dockers, uh, we've been running all right with it. How weird was the um, forgot to give the ball back, um, Switter fifty? Oh, Switter. <laughs> just too so, weird, man. Were you just like Switter, so, like classic Dockers? Because it's like, hang on, like. They're having a shot because we had, we had the sound down a bit. So we didn't know what was going on. And then it was just like, hey, what, what's going on? Like, what? And then it was like, 50 meters, buddy, come with me. Switter's like, well, probably should have made a double 50 for like doing the, like the yeah, should have done Jackson, that. like shrug, like. Mm. <laughs> but, That's yeah, probably the pretty only. Funny. What do you, monkey, what, sorry, monkey. What do you think about the hands up rule? Like the, the, like being like, oh, like demonstrative being a, a, um, I a just, freak, a 50 meter. I think if you want to engage with players, you're going to get engagement back. Like if you're going to call them by their first name and talk to them and stuff like that, you're going to like, it's yeah. going to, it's going to, it's going to come back at you. So if you want to have zero tolerance for it, you have to have zero conversation with them. So like, don't talk to them, don't yeah. call them by their name. Like if you, if you want to have no, com- if you want to have just utmost respect and zero conversation and that's what it is, but like raise a ray and those guys, they run around like having conversations with you. Like yeah. they're, they're like, you know, which is I like to, what way do you want to go with it? Like, cause yeah. t- to me, you encourage more mutual respect when they're allowed to be like talking to you, doing whatever they're doing. I, mm. Arms out. It's like, to me, it's, that's yeah. just pretty. But like, it's really hard monkey because there, there are like, I would say within a game, there are like 15 situations where there's either pushing the back or holding the ball, or it's like holding the man or holding the ball, or it's a marking infringement or a mark. You know what I mean? There are, there is time and time again in our game, which is so hard to umpire anyway, yeah. where it is borderline and it can go one way or the other. And if a team doesn't feel like they're getting the right, they are agreed. They like, come on umpire, you're killing us. You know, like what yeah. the hell? Like, you know, even like deliberate out of bounds, holding the ball, all these Mate. things are judgment calls. And then we're expecting the umpires to make judgment calls and then us not get unhappy if they make a judgment call that isn't great. Like, you know, I, I just think the game's over umpired a bit already. I would let the boys play, you know, yeah. um, let them play as much as you can. Just just way play on as much as you can. And they they need to get, because the umpires run around so much as well, you know, at a, at a, like, let's say the feeder level, they're not looking for a lot of the times, they're not looking for the umpires that, that make good calls and can feel the game, you know, have a good feel of the game, feel what it's about, what's going on. They're looking for the guys who can run, you know, just the athletes. And just like in AFL, we've tried to get a bunch of athletes. We've figured out, Hey, you, you know who the best footy players are? The guys with the footy brains. So the best umpires are going to be the umpires with the footy brains. 
you know, the people who can read the play and not just run around all the time, you know, get, I reckon get rid of the bounce out of the middle. It kills the game, sucks the life out of it. You know, just throw it up. It's all right. You know, like, or just let it play. If you bounce and it shit bounce, let it go. Yeah. Like no rules, no rules. And like, if you're going to bounce it, bounce it all the way around the ground, like, and just come in, get the ball, bounce it. Don't go. I'm coming back this way, guys. Like who runs forward or sideways? Like all this shit that slows the game down. Half of it's umpires. Like you go back monkey. I, I, I should try and put it on YouTube. 98 grand final. Terry Eaton umpires that game. Shout out to Terry Eaton. Best spinner in Albany history. Mate. Terry Eaton umpires that game. There's a ball up. He gets it. Like literally goes, blows the whistle. And from him blowing the whistle to balling up is like three seconds. Yeah. And it's not even ball up. He bounces it. And it's like on the wing. And the ball doesn't go straight up. And guess what? When the ball isn't perfectly thrown up, you can't do those stupid taps straight down. You have to hit it away. You have to clear yeah, the area. Yeah, motion. So, you know, and it's one of these things. Interesting. We, there was a guy, because I always listen to um, Sports Talk on Saturday morning. Don't know why they get Mick Malthouse on that, but <laughs> that fucking idiot, mate. He's like, oh, yeah, back in my day, buddy, Dean Kemp and Don Pot. It's like he's talking about blokes who are literally like their sons are playing now. He's that old. He's like, yeah, back when, like, so, well, back when the Eagles had a state team and they were all juiced up, mate, like, good on you, hero, <laughs> Nick Malthouse, like, drove his dog, mate, could have coached those teams to victories. Anyway, but this guy rang up and he was from the, he was from hockey, the International Hockey Federation, lived in Perth. And he's like, I'm on the rules committee for the International Hockey Federation. And we change one rule every year. That's it. Our thing, our, our, our actual thing says we can only change one rule a year. We change it. And after a year, we review it. Has the rule made the game better? Has it made it worse? What's been the outcome of the rule? What have we seen? And they get people in to talk about it. Like, know. how about this, Aussie rules? Let's not change 20 rules at once and be like, yeah. oh. And they're like, no, we don't change rules. We're just changing the interpretations that we've written in. Like, yeah, yeah. you can't be mean to the umpires. That was written in 1907 and we're just sticking by it. It's like, no, 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 no. We can't, like change all these different rules and expect there not to be consequences of that. Change one rule. One rule a year can be changed. One rule. And then from there, just see what happens. Review. Do we need to change another rule? Maybe, maybe not. Now there has been some good rule changes. You don't have to wait for the flag to be waved. That was a good rule change. (laughs) Remember when that was a rule, mate? That used to be a rule. The center circles. That was a good rule because the center circles, because Ruckman were running into each other like DK Lily running into each other, this knee on knee, shattering each other's knee. They removed the metal plate that used to, or the rubber plate that used to be in the center of the ground. Good thing to change. Like little things like that. Good thing to change. You know, bad rule change. Maybe the stand rule. Did they actually understand what that was going to do? You know, work for a little bit. Now it's just weird because dudes, like, you know, like as a guy who coaches young kids, you can teach kids how to stand on the mark. It's an actual skill. And it shows the effort that the team's at. Richmond were so good because they put work on the mark because it's something you can do that takes nothing but effort, you know, like yeah. it's a mindset more than anything. Anyway, that's a rant, mate, for, for me. But anyway, it just does my nut, mate, that rule changes. And then like they have to justify the rule changes. Then they've got to be like, oh, well, these rule changes are about the rule changes. And then like, it's like, mate, just it, the game is so hard to umpire already. It's yeah. all gray area. Let's not make it harder. Let's make it easier for umpires. You know what? If you want to go out there and umpire, umpire. I, I used to umpire, mate. You get 120 bucks for umpiring, like D grade. Like, get out there, earn that bread, mate. Like, it's good chicken. Like, mate, it's the best. Like, get out there and you just 
and be reasonable and be like, like there's two guys fighting in the game that I was umpiring. And I was like, boys, you just paid 20 bucks to play this game. Like it was in the first quarter. I was like, do you want me to card you both? And you just sit the rest of the game on the bench. And they're like, no. And I was like, well, stop fighting. Then you dickheads. Like, Jesus Christ. How dumb are you? Like, seriously. My favorite has always been, and it's always been a rant of yours. You want to speed up gameplay. You want to make the game more exciting. Don't come in looking for who's going to ruck the be in the ruck contest. Don't come in. Don't come in telling people which direction you're going to run. Throw the thing up like it's on fire and just fuck off out of the way. Like, just get out of the way. Exactly. Like you, you take it's like when they ban- when they ban the third man up when they had this nomination yeah. for ruck. Uh, put your hand up, please, Sean. Yeah. Sean, are you rucking? Like I'm coming, I'm coming straight back. <laughs> I'm coming straight back. It's like just run. We know you're going to run backwards every time, mate. Like fuck it, throw the cunt up and fucking run. Like it's not that hard. We had a no ruck on the weekend. I'm not sure how that happens. Where they, I think oh, it was yeah, on no, the put the hand up, mate. And the big mullet guy just smashed it like, but even that was like, whatever, like that was good. It's like sweet balls moving like shit. But that was funny. He's like, no one from Frio nominated. And he's like, got to sit there and say it four times. Like he's excited. Yeah. It's like, just so no How one's not. Mundy, they threw the ball up and no one touched it. Mundy had a touch and they're like, no, no, you can't do that. And it was like, literally it was on its way down. Both Ruckman missed it and it was on its way down. And Mundy just grabbed it. <laughs> Cause he's a footy player and he has instincts and they're like, hang on, mate, you didn't nominate for the rock. Like you're not allowed to touch it. It's like, yeah, no shit. He didn't nominate for the right. Like, Free kick. And it's like, that's a technicality, man. Like that's yeah. just crazy. Making way to definitely making hard work. And it could a hundred percent just improve on what's there. And it goes to say about the arms out thing. Like there's so much work that can go in improving on what's there. Is there any rule monkey? This is a weird one. Is there any rule on, do you have to wait for the ball to get, up to its peak when it's bounced or just reckon technically could technically like sandland or sandy darcy like smother the ball like as it's getting bounced he just like smother and then just like hand passes it out do you reckon that could be a tactic i reckon just like as he bounces it he just fucking drop kicks it mate just kicks it because like bounce kick and just like bang it like could that I be reckon, something you can do? I reckon stand like Switter nominates 10 metres away and when the umpire is like, I've nominated and then just preempt it and just hit it full fucking spam. Run in and just <laughs> flush it as as his hands are just leaving the ball, just like, <laughs> just like launch it, mate. That'd be sick. But I, I reckon I've seen that um, in a NF, uh, like a Northern Territory game where a guy, the guy bounced it and um, this Aboriginal bloke just ran in like four pockets, just ran in and grabbed the ball when it was like, it was bouncing and it was about like chest height. He was just like, Phew! and they're like, blew the whistle. Like, no, no, you can't do that. It's like, why not? Like it's a ruck contest. And yeah, you know, it's before there's like, why can't I get the ball before it's peaked? Like, Oh, hang on. Like, Ooh. I'd be I, interesting to see if that was a rule. Anyway. It doesn't set yet. Now nah, we'll, we'll play on from there. I reckon it'll just be like, just be the old, um, Today's news become fish chip wrapper. I think the old the oh, arms tomorrow's out. fish chip wrapper. It mate, the old oh, fish. Oh no, it'll just be fish chips for tomorrow. But how uh, good is this? I love how I love how like the best thing is like being a uni boy who you know uni where we argue at umpires every now and again, and I'm I'm not one who doesn't argue at umpires. But uh, CBC uh, playing against uni like w- with this rule coming in and gave away a hundred meter penalty because of it like the coach was abusing the umpire so the umpire's giving 50 giving more abuse another 50 unis kick the goal to win the game <laughs> just like suck eggs mate 100 meters suck shit it's Stick not it, it it isn't yeah it isn't how i like to see games ended like 
particularly like Swidder not giving the ball back. Like it's not how you want to see a game ended, but I suppose players also have to be accountable. Like you got to know the rules, like have a brain, like you got to be switched exactly. on at all times. Know like the, know the rules. Yeah. It's not that hard. Like it's like they always talk about um, at, they have a refs meeting every year in the NFL and no coaches ask questions except for the Patriots. They ask a thousand questions. They're like, okay. Cause like Bill Belichick's like, I need to know the exact rule for every situation. And he like has this big notepads full of rules where he goes to the rules and he's like, well, if this happens, can we do this? And they're like, yeah, you can. So like, he'll like purposely waste time or like do all these things that are like hell good. And everyone's like, oh my God, like what's going on? Like he did this one in a playoff where he, he got an eligible line. He got a lineman. He said that it was eligible and just stood him out, like away from the line. And the Ravens are like, what's this bloke doing? Like, what is this rule? And they're like, no, no, he's eligible. He can stand out there or something like that. And they just freaked out. And then the play went on and the dude wasn't even involved in the play. But like the, the, the Ravens team is like so freaked out. And they're like arguing with the ref about it. And the ref's like, well, that's the rule, man. Like know the rules. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. Like, Understand know. the game. No, 100%. Understand the game. Mate, what's going to... Um, sorry, how's big, big Nards coming to play for Eagles, Stranatica? I'm actually I have, looking forward to it. I, I thought he was a bit of a treat, mate. Like, oh, good to see him play. Hell excited watching. I thought Hugh Dixon's been all right for the Eagles. I didn't mind him when he ran around for us. I think he's a big rig. Like, and he's been hell unfortunate. He's had to play in the ruck. Like, he's had to play yeah. in the ruck. Like, he's replaced Nick Nat, which isn't his um, number one position. But I still think he's a good player. I'd like to see him play forward for him. I reckon get rid of Darlin and play buddy Huge Dicks down there, mate. Yeah. Big huge boy. <laughs> Big huge boy, big huge dicks. Yeah, he got he's injured now, but um, yeah, it's pretty funny seeing the Eagles be pathetic. Like it's actually pretty awesome. Oh, that was so shit on the weekend, mate. Like when they beat Collingwood, I was like, fuck. I was like, oh god damn it. Like it's all going to be about the Eagles now, and then they just bounce back with an absolute steaming pile of shit against. Them, oh yeah, um, against the Swans, mate. And it's like at that they've been terrible at Optus for 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 a year and a half now, mate. Like they were crap last year. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They're a terrible second half of the year at Optus. So, but it's been a whole year, not a year and a half. But, mate, they're, they're no good. And Swans should, have, the Eagles, Swans should have taken them to the cleaners more. They are lucky to get away with that. Oh, uh, yeah. Foot off the pedal. Mate, uh, Ruffy's Club, have you got any Ruffy's, mate? Is that I, sort of thing on Dog Talk? I listen to it every week. I should know. Uh, we've been in and out. Now that we've got the end reach betting, <clears throat> we haven't been doing it. But we can definitely um, – I reckon Hawks will – Maybe get up against Sydney or North will upset the Cats. Oh, North will upset the Cats. Down at old um, Juddy Arena down there. Juddy's pretty much a North supporter now that he's spent so long riding Wombats down in Tassie. Yeah, mate. He's having a great time down there. I reckon as bad as Essendon were. Actually, no, Essendon is so bad. I, like I wouldn't even look at Essendon. I reckon maybe Richmond might be sniff against Melbourne, just the way they play. At 380, they might be a sniff. Or, yeah, that's probably the best bet at the moment. I, I, I hate to say it, but Carlton at $2.26 as well aren't the worst bet just because they always fucking beat us, mate, which is a nightmare. Anyway, Monkey, you got anything else you want to talk about, mate? Nah. Is there anything else on your rundown? No, nah, right. not at all. It's been awesome. Thanks for filling in once again, finding the time. Hey, You're crazy, racking mate. up. Racking up some hours. I reckon they should do, instead of games played, maybe do a minutes recorded in terms of Dockers oh, Media. Mate, I'll be up on the wall, mate. I'll be up <laughs> on the board. 
get me up there, life member, mate. Bloody done that many minutes. No, I reckon. Um, shit, we're in season season seven of uh, Purple Rain, and then outside of that, I would have done I would have done this pot about ten times already. Um, yeah. And plus, I've done a couple others with preview shows and things like that. So, mate, I'm happy to talk dorks, mate. I know I'm not the expert on them, but I'm just happy to voice your opinion. I got a I got a nice voice, so you know I got to add on me like a busted thong, but you know. Hey, I'm all right, mate. we'll be we'll be on the commentating so, uh, team soon. I'll be running the boundary. That's what the people want. Oh, it's so. going to be the best. You're going to be like Chris <laughs> Kamara, mate. Like, what's going on down there, monkey? Looks like a player's come off, and you're like, has he? Well, uh, 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 <laughs> it's going to be the best, mate. Yeah, and they're like Dipper, like Dipper <laughs> was back in the day. Like Dipper, what's going on down there, monkey Dipper? Like, oh yeah, just running to this kid, mate. He's going really well. Like good old kicks. People got to be careful what they wish for. I'll definitely run the boundary. There will be no. Mate, that that would be good. Like I, I know potentially we could do it for away games. It's, it's it actually is really hard to commentate games of footy. Like it is, oh. it is hard. Like because you've got to know the opposition. So like, uh, you know, you just don't know the opposition well enough. But I don't know why you can't do on KO just alternative. Oh commentary. yeah. Like if I was at a KO like pitch meeting, I'd be like, this is what you need. Yeah, either alternative commentary or you know you only need really need like one good commentator like Adam Papalier and Will Schofield did that game that practice match yeah just by themselves and Soccer. they were awesome man yeah they were so good and I'd actually as much as Will Schofield is an Eagles guy he plays peel or he played peel with those up and coming Dockers so he knows the Dockers yeah so if you just had Papalier and and ex Docker just there, even if it was old Ben Allen. Do you remember when Ben Allen used to have um, special comments on the ABC? Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, oh, no, Dockers. He'd just like groan. He'd be like, oh. That's oh. almost Pavlich like, now. Well, Pav's like, he, he's very eloquent about it. He's like, uh, yeah, some of the players don't have the highest footy IQ. As in, yeah, they're a bunch <laughs> of dead shits so who don't know how to play fucking footy. <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty. Anyway, mate, um, on that note, Dockers should win this weekend and we stay second. How good's that? I very excited. Thanks for taking care of us. I'll uh, stop recording there. Thanks for joining. Cheers, mate. Have a good night. Cheers, mate.